Welcome to part four of our conversation with Laugh Up. Here we talk about how he deals with hecklers and disruptors at his own shows, um, becoming the subject of, of becoming the butt of jokes, essentially, being able to laugh at himself. Um, how social issues can become a double-edged sword when trying to make people laugh. Um, you would hear about subjects that tend to generate heated debates, you know, in public spheres in Nigeria today. Enjoy. As an exchange, because that's the difference between a fantastically good MC and just an MC. Okay, well, a fantastically good comedian and just and, and another and just comedian, somebody that can make you laugh because you have to come with your jokes. But then, what happens if what you come with doesn't even work, even after your research? Mm. So again, that is the further research, which is not just researching the jokes to tell, but researching how to, to tell, tell jokes, jokes, how to make jokes. It's just like how to create a play that we used to do in school then. You need to be able, like yesterday, for instance, I was talking and one guy shouted from the back. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Are you under spiritual attack? <laughs> you understand? And each time during the production, I will go back and say, hey, spiritual attack, how are you? So much. I was not the host of the show, but the host didn't come earlier when came at it. So, each time anybody says anything, audience just say, spiritual attack. <laughs> I was going to get into um, <laughs> Sorry for continuing. Okay, yeah. It leads into my next question. Okay. So, so, comedy is one of the few arts where you get feedback in real time. Right? Yeah. Like, if you are a musician or you can record in the studio and people tell you later whether they like it or not. Yeah. But comedy, like the theater, is one of the ones where immediately you are seeing it. Immediately. Like one immediately. Another, right? It's naked. So, <laughs> so, how do you deal with hecklers and people that you see that they're not feeling your act in the moment? How do you pivot people just want to eat in the face of cancel culture abby yeah exactly yeah Yeah. how do you on the spot i mean i i don't know that you can we have enough time for you to fully explain the process but okay in general how do you handle that okay cool like i'm from the last question research is very key for us experience you know you look for jokes you look for other people who have done jokes you look for other people who have because some people come back kings (laughs) <laughs> you understand so much that they can be having like a terrible day and then the next thing bah! and this a class when you research to a point a class wouldn't help your shoes although they can be distracting especially at the comedy clubs because people bring jokes to test at the comedy clubs mm. so a class are always you understand because they might just get you off into something that is funny but you are about the main joke and then when you go and use distraction. it yeah distraction so yeah but really again it can be they can be blessings you know, how he says that, okay, so yesterday, um, a commander was performing yesterday and uh, somebody said something, and then he said, they just do it and said, this is the problem with when you give people complimentary tickets. did you hear that (laughs) you know you can you can be prepared you know you can i mean it's just like public speaking you know your prepared speech your extemporaneous speech you know because spontaneity is key that's the hallmark of a fantastic comedian 
you know, I mean, you, you, you have your set. And then sometimes, you know, I was, I was, I wrote a, a paper one time. I'm not even pushed it out. But it was in my MA thesis. And I said, the holistic moment in comedy. As against taking it from the holistic moment in play productions, like tragedy. Because the holistic moment is, that was explained there was in tragedy. Mm. So of course this can be holistic moment also in comedy. In in in, in drama they say at that point when everyone is quiet, you want to listen to that message. So for me, I say that holistic moment in comedy is that point when you know that quiet before you say, Oh you understand that point when you realize that you yourself have been an object in the joke somewhere and then you are now you've moved to laugh at it sort of that punchline get it you understand that punchline and this comes when people throw jabs jabs at you on stage often time you get my point and then you'll be like what's wrong with yourself guy shut up you know so i mean banter you know and Banter, that's, I mean, that falls under banter, mm. you know, sometimes. Yes, and because when people throw at you, you throw back. And for me, if I take it back to our ah. my our performance, you are there with just DJ Sexy all night. And then people will be throwing all sorts of, you know, things at you. And you just have to respond. You just have to. Your sarcasm must be on point. It must be on point. Yeah. It must, as in, it has to be, okay, let me give you a situation. You know, Alibaba has a show called um, Spontaneity. Mm. I'm the host of the show. Now, I was asking why you, he made me the host of the show. But he will not tell me, but he said, ah, but you know now. <laughs> you understand? Who else can? You get my point. And this is about one-liners. It's about immediacy. It's about responding aptly to stuff. So I wanted to contest. I said, no. I said, boss, let me contest so that I'm not host. I can win a car. I said, no. You have to be the host. Because the host has to be very good so people understand what's contesting. So where... So sometimes they put us on the spot, even as hosts, they say I should just speak and you say just speak something, you can just pick your phone and then you make it, you just speak traffic and you make a joke, you pick this one, make a joke. So one guy said I should pick. So I, I, I picked prayer, I had a prayer joke, thankfully. So it was easier for me. I picked something else again. And so he picked and he picked a sanitary pad. He picked them. He picked sanitary tower. Whoa. That was a, a text, you know, text that was written on this. And bro was thinking. He was thinking. So I was mouthing something to him, but he didn't get it. So he assumed I was trying to tackle him because he was not that tackled me to pick and I had a good day. So that distracted him perhaps. And I was saying, so what I was mouthing to him is, I was saying, bloody, bloody, bloody. Perhaps maybe he didn't know what sanitary tool really is. If it had the sanitary part, maybe he would realize. This guy couldn't say anything. So I had my microphone back as the host of the show. That is a moment I need to take advantage of for myself. <laughs> and I said, really, you couldn't say a joke about sanitary tour. It must really be bloody for you. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> and the entire hall went upside down. You get it? So it was, it was crazy. So... 
I mean, you just need to prepare for them. You need to be in charge. You need to be in control. That is the first way to be able to handle their class, you know, when they when they come at you. And then, like you said, research is key. So research well, see how people respond to some of these things. And don't forget, you're the guy with the microphone. The audience are mostly on your side. Uh, the audience are mostly on your side, mainly on your side. And when it looks like they're on that other side, it is for the sake of joke. So, as a comedian, don't be too afraid or proud to be the object of the comedy, too. Your job is to make people laugh. However, whatever makes them laugh during the time when you're holding the mic, it is from you. If someone yabs you and the audience laughs, it is your show, that is your set, it is your material. Okay, so flow along with it. I've, I've got this question that's um, consistently on my mind, and then it's been informed a lot lately by what is happening in diaspora. Mm-hmm. How socially conscious are you as a comedian? Okay, okay, I think this one still connects with the what's the limit for me for. <laughs> so for me, um, um, I try to sincerely with me. There's some discussions I don't want to have because I want to be sure if my audience is um, sure whether my audience is ready for it. Okay. You understand, and um, because there's a thin line between being funny and being annoying. Hey, you understand. So you, how thin is that line? Yeah, very thin, very thin. But then again, annoying can be an element of humor. How would you describe Dave Chappelle? Dave Chappelle is a comedy messiah. How so? Okay, thank you. Now, Dave Chappelle, now you see, for, you don't just become, you understand, Michelle Obama wrote, <laughs> wrote book. You had to be something else before, and gradually you become something. So Dave Chappelle that you see now is a compilation of different stages of Dave Chappelle. Transformation. Transformation. You understand? Growth. You understand? Metamorphosis. You understand? You know, he's, he has grown from being the guy that ran away. <laughs> to South Africa. To South Africa. $50 million. $50 million on the bus. <laughs> to coming back to perhaps where the bus is packed and collecting that same money a limousine. Whoa. Yes. Now, to put things in perspective, this guy has a trilogy on Netflix. Netflix. And he called the last one a closer. And I don't think this is the last one because there will be more because he has a lot to still say. And the LGBTQ also has a lot to still say. So each time they will feed him to react to some of these things. Now, how I see Dave Chappelle, I call him Comedy Messiah, and why this is, is because I've also had some discussion myself, which is maybe in the green room, um, at the back, at the back, um, the back stage. Uh, not necessarily on stage, because we're not even as mature for some of this discussion yet. Some of us are not as um, researched, you know. Um, I don't want to go into this, and I'll make an example of it today, like feminism now. People are just going to hate you for having a viewpoint that is different from theirs. Mm. Yeah. 
It happens everywhere in America, we see it. But I'm saying again, still respect me as a performer, as a brand. Not necessarily. It's just an, it don't just cancel me. You know, yeah, you said it is cancel culture. You just cancel, because this one, you just cancel. Look at what, and you mentioned it, what was done to Kevin Hart. Someone who's been dreaming to host the Oscars, and the Oscars came, you're telling him to come apologize for something. You understand? Now, Dave and I share a lot in common. Because I said it once in the clubhouse, on the, on the app, the clubhouse, we had this discussion and people were discussing feminism and they, they said, Lafa, what do you have to say? You've been so quiet. Like, it's a very sensitive issue. I'm more comfortable discussing feminism with my wife. Mm. You know? Um, why, why so? Share, share that perspective. My my wife is um, she's a very intelligent woman. And she's one of my greatest critics. You know, uh, and I, I, she's able to alienate herself. She can, she can, she will just give it to me. Laugh up, this joke is not funny. I hate it. It's painful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it they pay me, but they accept them. <laughs> you understand? And why I said is because she intelligently discussed this approach to feminism for me is one of the correct, you know, ways because. And she sees it when I say, you know, that's why. I, so, so I mean, I'm, I don't. I don't want discussion. I'm not. I don't discuss with that person. I just like to bring this example because number one, she's my wife. The issue about feminism is gender equality. Feminism is not all about just the female. A lot of people miss that point. <laughs> so when people come. <laughs> some seem to now start even mixing it with even lesbianism you understand you know in court so again that's why i'm like what am i even discussing this issue with i want to also know you understand because what you like we've said the chapelle has so something come informs when you're discussing look at when she my mother is discussing this thing it looks like the, she's discussing something else and then now she's not able to even discuss freely again because everybody has gone so soft and sensitive in the world now a boxer says i'm going to do this to you you fire him but somebody can kill a black man and you're not going to fire him. And this was what I said yesterday on stage yesterday. And that's my point. You want to discuss LGBTQ in Nigeria with me? People are hungry. You don't have food. People want shelter. IDP camps everywhere. People are being kidnapped. Feminism is not what you want to put number one on the table. So it's a different set of arguments entirely. We are at war. And the Jan debate. <laughs> so, so can we first discuss those three basic things that affect human life before we start going to some very hybrid you understand and man-created issues there are seven, 72 genders now hope you see imagine let's discuss all those first before we start bringing it like it's not our problem in this part of the world yet we should not we should not force it on ourselves. Whatever you want to eat by all means. You understand? But don't force me to eat it. And don't force me to call your food my food. Mm. Your food is your food. Eat it. By all means. Eat. My food is mine. I will eat it at my Ugalamaje breakfast. Shut your break. And naturally, time zone unikaluku. Uyato. We shouldn't put set the cat before the horse. Let's discuss other very, you know, pressing issues that is affecting our primary survivor. 
before we now start going into all these issues quick and that's the point this guy is saying that's what dave is saying dave is saying you insult someone who is gay is a big issue you have to apologize but you can kneel down on the neck of a black man till he dies and you're not ready to apologize and you don't see anything wrong with the guy apologizing or being fired or you don't even say anything why they should why they are fired like why would they do that to you like you were just doing your civic right and then some people say they are they are liberal but you're keeping quiet saying nothing could be a lie to you whoa yes is it that you say the truth or you lie you know, we're never going to get to the end of the discussion with you. <laughs> I told the OJ, I said this is going to be a long... Act. I'm not sure we've even touched four of our questions. Have oh, you been able to okay. touch like four? Oh, well, well, we're, we're trudging along. We're trudging along. Okay. No, I no, think no, that no, a lot there'll of be, the There'll be part B. <laughs> or yeah, our think... trilogy too. So we have this, we have another one. And the closer. <laughs> we probably would have a trilogy. I don't mind us having a trilogy. So I good. think some so of the good. questions... Um, I think some of the questions have been touched on yeah. uh, by some of the answers, so it may not be necessary anymore. Um, mm-hmm. So in terms of the economics of being a comedian in Nigeria, yep. how difficult or easy is it to make a living as a comedian in Nigeria? And by make a living, I mean you have a wife or husband, two kids, and... Uh, a wife that is female. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How easy is it to make a living? By living, I mean be married to a human being, have two children, and uh, have bills and all that. Um, what 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 specific business skills do you think somebody starting out would need? Okay, so um, first and foremost is, you know, I read a book. You know, um, it was given to me by. Um, one gentleman called um I've forgotten his name now. He played Sarumi, he was, he was a lecturer at the English Department, UI. This play when this book was written by was written by um, Logan Murray. It's about stand-up comedy. He says teach yourself stand-up comedy, and that's the title of the play of the book. Now he talked a lot about, you know, he's a comedy teacher, you know, and then I read the book very well. Because I wanted to be sure if I was getting some things really right and what research is saying in this place and the best practice possible in some of these, you know, area and decision that I've also made as, as, a, as a brand, you know, you know as in the game and as a business. And first is really, I don't, I head my management team. I don't really have the person that says, yes, you know, I have to know. You understand? And um, the... You know, to, to, to answer the question directly, for somebody coming into the business, always in the business, you have to understand it. You have to put a structure around yourself. You know, first and foremost, I mean, you are a performer. See it as you are a performer, you are a talent, and you are the business. You understand? Yes, you are a businessman. But you are the business, especially because you are not even using system to do DJ like a DJ. If the DJ is there and doesn't have a system, he can't do trash. He can't do nothing. But bro, you're gonna be there, your mic is not working, you still need to perform. You understand? So you have to understand this, and then you have to keep getting better. You know, Cedric Entertainer said, watch every comedy possible you can ever watch. Just watch all of it. They said there's one comedy somewhere, watch it. There's one, watch it. There's this one, watch it. Because from watching comedy, 
you create more jokes. You will see some deeper jokes in some people's sets, and then you can probably just adapt, evolve, evolve it, you know, and then you know do something to it. So that then you need to do. But talking directly now to what economy is, first is you have to have a product. So you have to be talented. You have to be good. And you have to be ready-made. Nobody's going to help you cook whatever it is that you do. Your joke has to be funny. That's your primary assignment as a comedian. You have to be funny. So, how do you sell it is not the thing. Because that's how you're able to sustain yourself. So, the question you need to learn. You need to look for up lines that are already doing what you're doing. You know, see how they're doing what they're doing. Learn how they're doing what they're doing. What sells? What makes the money? What creates comments? What are the things you do to build up? What is the thing they are buying in the market? Which market, you understand, is available for you? Which crowd are you talking to? What people that also want to talk to the crowd? So you can probably do something with them. So you're able to speak in the language. You understand? How do people get sponsorship for comedy show? You understand? How do you get patrons? How do you get people to pay for what you have? Do you go to comedy clubs? You get paid? Do they pay for maybe remuneration? You understand? How do you get your first gig? How do you get your first slots? These are the things that you need to first answer yourself. So you need to first grow your art and then you grow your audience. That's only when you can grow the business. So you grow your art, make sure it's funny, go to comedy clubs, make sure you are getting as much time, performing time. You have to get as much speaking time. You understand? And make sure you introduce yourself. Remind them of your name. For comedians, it's about your name. Really, comedians survive abroad without really having managers. They have road managers. The agents, they naturally cut you jobs. For us in Nigeria, we really don't have agents. You have agencies that work for brands. And they also get to meet comedians and MCs and the rest. So, you want to be close to those people. You want to talk with those people. You want them to have your showreel to be able to talk to them. So, you have your showreel. People want you. You say, take social events in Nigeria make a lot of money. Especially in the face of new, um, the new normal. The brands are careful. The government regulations are stressing them. But private gigs don't really take posts. They don't even need too much crowd anyway. Check again. So that's a full, for you to be able to sustain yourself, you must be able to put a structure around your brand. 